0: Salamu عليكم or الله تعالى Allahu الله أكبر الله
1: Allahu الله أكبر, الله أكبر, الله أكبر, الله أكبر الله Ashadu an la ilaha illallah Allah Ashadu an la ilaha illa Hayya al <تصفيق> 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 حيال <على> الفلاح، حيال الفلاح، الله. About
0: الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونستهديه ونعوذ بالله تعالى من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله اما بعد فيا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تسألون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا We begin in the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the entirely merciful, the especially merciful. And I ask Him to send an abundance of peace and blessings and praise upon our beloved messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. I remind myself and I remind you on this blessed day of Jumu'ah, of the kalima of La ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah. The moment in which I and you entered into Islam. Does it matter if you said it when you were two? when you were 10, when you were 50, when you were 20, there was one moment in your life where you said with your full heart and with your full mind, I believe Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the only God worthy of worship. And I believe our beloved messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam, is the final messenger and slave of Allah. And so I remind myself and I remind you of this every Friday because that was the moment that you, that you were saved from hellfire. And that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guided you to this blessed path. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala continue us along this path. Ameen. First, I want to thank Brother Ridwan for fixing the mic issues, which many of you were worried about at the beginning of the khutbah. Barakallah zakum Uzzakumullah khair. I went through the past four to five khutbahs that were given on this minbar by my teachers and my mashayikh. And each and every one of them helped ground me, helped fortify me. How do I deal with pain? How do I deal with suffering? How do I do this day in and day out? What are the lessons that I can learn from my brothers and sisters in Palestine as they undergo oppression day in and day out? And I found that my heart was put at ease, and I found myself remembering the ayat in Surah Fusilat, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, In the ladina, callu, robbanallah, thummastakamu, in the ladina, callu, robbuna, law, thummastakamu, tatanazalu, alehimul malaika, Allah ta'afu, wallah ta'zanu, wa, wa ab shirubil jannatil letti kuntum tu adun. نحن أولياؤكم في الحياة الدنيا وفي الآخرة ولكم فيها ما تشتهي أنفسكم ولكم فيها ما تدعون نزلاً من غفور الرحيم Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about all of the believers He says إِنَّ الَّذِينَ قَالُوا رَبُّنَ اللَّهُ Every believer, our brothers and sisters in Gaza and every one of us If we say, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is our Rabb, ثم استقاموا, and stayed on that path, then they will get, whether they be our brothers and sisters in Gaza, or whether they be us here right now sitting in this room. So long as I say, Allah is my Rabb, and I walk that path firmly, what do they receive? Angels. تتنزل عليهم الملائكة You stand up. You say, I don't agree with my government sending billions of dollars to fund a genocide. You say, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is witness to these atrocities and I am witness to these atrocities. You say, you stand up, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala returns from you, returns from the heavens to you, mala'ika, angels that tell you, "Allah tahafu. تَخَافُوا Don't be afraid. تَحْزَنُوا don't, don't, don't be sad. Don't be afraid for our brothers and sisters in Palestine. Advocate. Speak for them. Boycott anyone who supports Israel. Follow the BDS list. Donate to our, to our organizations that are relieving their suffering, whether they be organizations that are uh, doing humanitarian relief or they be advocacy organizations working to reduce the amount of funds that go towards their oppressors. Do all of those things. Istaqim kama umirt Stand up. qum. But what will you receive in response? You won't have any fear. You won't have any anxiety. And you know who has the epitome of this ayah is our brothers and sisters in Gaza. They, every single day, get up and they worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They see their brothers, their sisters, their children, where they have to literally write the names of their children on the limbs of their children because if they're buried under the rubble, they can't tell which child was it that I lost and which child is it that's still alive and which child is it that might be alive under the rubble. You know what they say when they hear about the loss of their family? They say, Alhamdulillah. They say, my brother was taken by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as a martyr, as a shaheed. My sister was taken as a shaheed. My father was taken as shaheed. My children were taken as shuhada. And I'm just waiting for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to take me as a shaheed as well as a martyr. What is that but istiqama? What is that but standing in front and saying, Ya Allah, I am your slave. There is no amount of money or oppression or, or, or evil that will take me off that path. And what do they receive as a reward? They receive, أَلَّا تَخَافُوا وَلَا تَحْزَنُوا وَأَبْشِرُوا بِالْجَنَّةِ Be excited because we are promising you, these angels are telling them, we are promising you paradise. أَلَّتِي تُعَدُونَ You've been promised paradise. نَحْلُ we're gonna take care of you. This is the angels speaking to our brothers and sisters in Gaza, and speaking to every person in this room who says, "Ya Allah, you are my Rabb, and I will stand for you, for your cause, for that which pleases you. I will get up in the night and I will worship you. I will make sure that I pray my five times a day and I will pray my Nawafid. I will pray my sunnah prayer every Friday. I'll read Suratul kahf I will make this jihad for you, Ya Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The angels come to us and say, We're going to take care of you. Don't worry that you're, you're going to get fired from your job because you said that Palestinian are, Palestinians are human beings, that they have a right to live, and because of that you are fired. Don't worry, the angels. We'll take care of you, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. will take care of you. <laughs> that when you meet Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, all of the things that you actually wanted will be realized. I want comfort. I want ease. I want to feel a sense of security and safety. I want to feel like I have access to water and food. I want to not worry about my job. If I say that what's happening to our brothers and sisters in Palestine is evil, I'm afraid that I'm going to lose my job. Well, guess what? All of that's going to disappear and you will end up in paradise, getting everything that you wanted without having to work at all. Nuzulan Min غفور رحيم and this ayah for me was the most challenging part. Nuzulan min Ghafurin Rahim. That this reward that we're talking about, that these angels that are coming, and this reward that you earn in Jannah is coming on behalf of who? Al Ghafur, the one who forgives. Al Rahim, the one who is merciful. Why is it that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala used His attribute of al Ghafur in this ayah? What we talked about is something that requires a lot of hard work to, to believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to be on istiqamah, to, to get up and say, I believe in this, I am fighting for this, I'm campaigning for this. Because we oftentimes enter into a state of ghafla. We become heedless, we become quiet, We forget, if we go back to October 6th, October 5th, it wasn't like the Palestinians were living in a paradise before the latest uh, uh, murderous regime went on their latest killing rampage. It wasn't as if the Palestinians were happy, but we were in a state of ghafla. We We were living our lives in comfort. In our American ideals of, you know, I need to not only have a car, but it has to have a heated seat and a heated steering wheel and I need to park it in my garage because that's what our lives are revolving around. Comfort, not reality. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala puts us through situations like what happened 40 days ago and every day since to take us out of that heedlessness, of that ghafla, and remind us, you need to come back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because I've been lost, I've been asleep. And so when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Nuzulan min غَفُورٍ رَحِيمٍ He's telling us, I know. I know that sometimes you're going to slip up. I know that sometimes, منذر, you're going to fall asleep at the wheel. And you're going to forget about your brothers and sisters in, in Palestine. And you're going to forget to advocate for them. And you're going to buy these dates even though you know that they're being sold. Or maybe you forgot that they're being sold by a pro-Israeli, company or you're going to go get your favorite holiday drink from whatever coffee shop you want to go to because you you've been heedless you've been asleep and so here allah subhanahu wa ta'ala brings our hearts back alive and he reminds us that i will bring you back and i am ghafoor that i'll accept your repentance and so today even though it's been 40 days of pain and we've spoken about 40 days of anxiety and 40 days of difficulty Today what I wanted to do is to speak about shukr, to speak about hamd. Alhamdulillah that Allah has awakened our hearts. Alhamdulillah that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has caused us to come alive and say, my brothers and sisters in Palestine need support and I am going to support them however I can. Alhamdulillah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has reminded us to come back to Jumu'ah. Alhamdulillah that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has brought us back to coming to our Salah. Inna ma'al usri yusra. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran that with every difficulty there is ease. And so today I wanted to think about what am I grateful for to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We've spoken about how to process our pain. We've spoken about how to process our anger. But our beloved Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, amri al-Muslim There is good in every single affair that afflicts the believer. So what am I thankful for? When I get up in Salah and I start Surah fatiha what do I say? Alhamdulillahi What am I grateful for today? For me, the first thing that I am grateful for is my intellect. I am grateful for Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala preserving my intellect, giving me eyes that can see and giving me ears that can hear. That when somebody comes to me and tells me that we have quote-unquote intelligence that tells us that under every single hospital there is a, an operation that's happening and we know this based on accurate, detailed, definitive intelligence. When somebody comes to me and says that, when 40 days ago they were telling me we had zero intelligence that this same organization was gonna commit these atrocities. When you come to me with these two statements that I had no intelligence 40 days ago and today I have such accurate intelligence that I can look through rubble and I can look through buildings and I can pinpoint exactly where these people are, then I know, okay, well clearly, either you are a liar or you expect that I am somebody who has ears that don't hear. Or I am somebody who has eyes that don't see. Or I have an intellect that is so clouded and so colonized and so filled with propaganda that I'm going to believe anything that you say. When we have statements put out by an entity that consistently over the course of 76 years lies and then two to three weeks later retracts those lies, then I can say, Alhamdulillah, Ya Allah, you bless me with an intellect that can say, you know, this is so obvious. There's really no, no question here. It's plain, it's obvious, and I'm grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that He's shown me that. How many of our American brothers and sisters, neighbors, friends, and family members don't have this insight? Have these eyes, but don't see the reality. Have these ears, but don't hear this reality. We should be grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that He's guided us to see truth. That is the first thing that I am grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for. The second that I am grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for is it's incredible that over the course of 20 years the public narrative of what's happening in Palestine has transformed through a tool that is objectively a harmful Dajjalic tool, the tool of social media. If you go back to any khutbah over the course of the past 20 to 30 years that spoke about the fasad book or or, or the evils of, of Twitter or the fact that there are young teenagers who commit suicide because of their overexposure on social media to images that are unrealistic and impossible. If you go back to those khutbas, you think to yourself, there's no way any good could have come through social media. But today, because of social media, what's happening? We see a demographic of young people of our fellow Americans who are coming and saying you know we heard all of these news art we read all these news articles but all of that pales in comparison to these images that we're seeing out of Palestine it's right here right in front of us if you go back 30 years when we were marching in DC and calling out for the rights of Palestinians the demographics of those marches and those rallies were very different it was predominantly a majority Muslim, primarily Arab, and a few people, maybe a few Jewish people, maybe a few, Ameri- maybe a few American people, and you weren't really sure, are these people here with us, or are they just taking pictures? But now, 20-30 years later, you have an entire group of strong Jewish brothers and sisters who come out and say, no, no, this is wrong. We see images from Israel, people who, have host, people who have their family members as hostages who say, we want an end to this war. We never used to see that. We never used to have any insight. We used to demonize uh, uh, the Palestinian people. There used to be this operation of propaganda that would say, all of the news media report on the Palestinians as animals and report on the Israeli oppressors as saints. But today, walhamdulillah, we have access to truth. And we're able to use that for the sake of advocating for our brothers and sisters in Palestine. I'll take a moment and ask you all to come forward so that our brothers who are coming in have space. Jazakum Allah khair. So, so today we're speaking about how to have gratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What should we be grateful for? I am grateful for my intellect. And I am grateful that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given me a tool that I can use to help my coworkers, to help my neighbors, to help my, fr- my, my friends. And say, you know, 10, 20 years ago, I had to speak to you on philosophical levels about who has a right to the land. Today all I need to do is send you a link to somebody on Twitter or somebody on Facebook or somebody on Instagram and all of the work is done. So I am grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that He has made it easier for me to advocate for Palestine as it was for my parents. That is something to be grateful for. Alhamdulillah. I am grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that the Ummah is coming together for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And I am grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that He is exposing the traitors among our Ummah. We've seen such painful statements and approaches that people who claim to be kings or claim to be khalifas or claim to be sheikhs or claim to be whatever they want to claim, we've seen how they've turned their back on what the entire Ummah is calling for in support of our brothers and sisters in Palestine. I am grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for showing me what truth looks like, what haq looks like, what reality looks like, and showing me with clear evidences who are those who are two-faced. Who are those who say we stand with our brothers and sisters in Palestine all the while normalizing relations with the oppressors. Who say that we are... So excited and happy to be alongside our brothers and sisters and we will give them aid and we will give them support. But when they send that aid and that support, it's a bunch of expired biscuits and expiring medical equipment. All these empty phrases and empty languages. You know what I'm grateful for? I'm grateful that we're no longer deluded. That the Ummah can collectively see and is able to make it very apparent that these people have no authority they have no authority, and their words are empty, and that we can collectively advise them, you are wrong, you need to do better. I'm grateful that I am here in America, where when my leader gets up and and says incredibly ignorant things, that I can go and call his office, and I can call her office, and I can say, you know what, I'm your constituent, you represent me, you work for me, not the other way around, I'm not, I'm not some person you can pick up and throw into a dungeon and throw into a cell and disappear. No, no, no. You work for me. I pay for your salary. You're in the wrong. You need to fix your statement. What you're saying here is wrong. I'm grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that just a few days ago in a part of New Jersey... There is a school that allied with a pro-Israeli group and they sent out a a message to their students that on such and such time we are going to have a learning session and an informational session to help us navigate these conversations. And immediately, within the same night, 25 families mobilized, showed up at the Board of Education meeting and had a discussion with the board and said, what you're doing is completely antithetical to what the public school system should be doing. You're here to educate our students, not to indoctrinate them. And what you're doing is harmful to your students and harmful to to, to the students that will grow up for years having normalized genocide and normalized oppression. I'm grateful to those brothers and sisters for being successful in what they did. And I'm grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that the next day, after that meeting, the superintendent called one of the brothers and he said to him, you know, we've reversed our position. And the reason that we've reversed our position is because when you came into the conversation, you didn't come with anger. You didn't come with rage. You didn't come with your cameras to put us on blast, to put us on live, and to, and to just yell at us and to shout us down. You came with advice. You came with humility, you came with love, you came with a message that was clear and easy to understand. We don't want to be political as an institution. We want to be able to support all of our students. And so I thank you for coming and educating us because we had no idea what we were getting involved in. I am grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for all of these things. What I am most grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for is that I am continuously being inspired by our brothers and sisters in Gaza, to live up to the istiqamah that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about in this ayah. These brothers and sisters, these friends and families of ours, are a people who have nothing. Who have nothing from a material lens. But they have everything from a spiritual lens. They are content. They are Radheen with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They are a people who will go to sleep In a state of wudu And will tell their friends and family we are, If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Causes us to die tonight We are content And if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Causes us to wake up tomorrow We are content We give up everything To Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala When I hear that As a person not living with contentment But a person living with comfort I realize that my focus needs to change. I need to move away from being obsessed with being comfortable, being obsessed with getting all of the gadgets and tools that make my life easier. And I need to move into a space of contentment. How do I move from a space of comfort into a space of contentment? I say to myself, Ya Allah, how can I worship You? How can You be pleased with me? It doesn't matter how uncomfortable that is. It doesn't matter if it means I'm boycotting things that I used to love. I used to love getting this holiday drink. I used to love going to get these types of dates. I used to love going to these types of trips. I'm not going to do those things because Ya Allah, I want you to be content with me. And so this khutbah is all about being grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to use that gratitude as a means to further the cause of our Palestinian brothers and sisters. Astaghfirullah <laughs> alaykum. Alhamdulillahi wa kafah wa salamun ala ibadhi ladinastafa. We ask Allah سبحانه وتعالى to send a balance of peace and blessings upon our beloved Messenger Sallallahu الله عليه وسلم. Alhamdulillah, 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 I'm so grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And I want each of you to think about what it is that you should be grateful for today Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says If you are grateful to Allah for giving you a voice for the Palestinian cause He will give you a stronger voice If you are grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that He has given iman and strength to our brothers and sisters in Palestine, He will give them iman and He will give you iman. If you you look at what you can be grateful for to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then be grateful for that. Why am I talking about gratitude? I'm not talking about gratitude because it's time to move on from pain or it's time to move on from anxiety or it's time to move on from grief. I'm talking about gratitude because It is a part of the reality of the Palestinian people. One of the things that we need to learn from our Palestinian brothers and sisters, when they see their house bombed to rubble, and they say, Alhamdulillah, that's a learning point. I need to learn, how is it that they can say, Alhamdulillah, and I can't say, Alhamdulillah. That can't be. I need to understand how to be grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, during these times of difficulty. That isn't to say that we stop advocating, that we stop donating, that we stop boycotting, that we stop calling our representatives. We do all of that, because the ayah was very clear. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, ladheena qalu All of those things are essential. But in tandem with that, We are grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for bringing our hearts back to life and we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to keep our hearts upon the straight path and upon witnessing the reality inni da'in fa Allah allahumma لَنَا ذُنُوبَنَا wa israfana fi amrina wa وانصرنا على القوم الكافرين اللهم لا تدع في مقامنا الكريم هذا ذنبا الا غفرته ولا دينا الا فرجته ولا مريضا الا شفيته ولا حاجة الا قضيتها يا ارحم الراحمين اللهم انصر اخواننا المستضعفين فوق كل ارض وتحت كل سماء اللهم ايدهم اللهم اللهم أيدهم بنصرك اللهم زلزل الأرض من تحت أقدام أعدائك اللهم زلزل الأرض من تحت أقدام أعدائك اللهم زلزل الأرض من تحت أقدام أعدائك وأعدائهم يا أرحم الراحمين وآخر دعوانا إن الحمد لله رب العالمين وأقم الصلاة
1: الله أكبر الله أكبر أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله حي على الصلاة حي على الفلاح قد قامت الصلاة قد قامت الصلاة الله أكبر الله أكبر لا إله إلا الله
0: La ilaha illallah. Please make sure the lines in front of you are filled. Uh There's some room to the right. Please go towards the right. <coughs> <coughs> Allahu Akbar. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. وَلَكُمْ فِيهَا مَا تَشْتَهِي أَنفُسُكُمْ وَلَكُمْ فِيهَا مَا تَدَّعُونَ نزول نُزُولًا مِّنْ غَفُورٍ رَحِيمٍ الله أكبر سَمِعَ اللَّهُ لِمَنْ حَمِدَهُ Allah-u-Akbar. allah Allahu akbar Allah-u-Akbar. allah akbar غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين قل هو الله احد الله الصمد لم يلد ولم يولد ولم يكن له كفوا احد الله اكبر الله أكبر